again. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. The time has come, Susan. Yes. Susan Eisenberg. Yes. The voice of Wonder Woman. The time has come for you to become one with the Tribble Nation. But to do that, you must first give yourself a Tribble designation that indicates where your geek lies. So, what will be your Tribble designation? So we talked about this, right? Yes, we did. Don't be putting the... Hold up, hold up. Excuse me, Susan. Don't be putting the Batman voice on Susan. She is not impressed, all right? Calm that down, Goldcott. (laughs) Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, but... We talked about the name thing, we, you know, because I came up with a name, right? Yes, yeah, she, she came up and with Princess Tribble. I think we've right, and it was taken. Yes. Um, so I, I've been thinking about this in all seriousness, and it's, it's been, you know, like I was, <laughs> I was going to think like the Mascara or, um, you know, Diana Prince. And honestly, what do you know has not been taken that would be appropriate for the character? You know, it's not about the character, though. It's about you. This is where, what Susan geeks out about. You're at a party, you're in a coffee shop, you're somewhere talking to people, and this topic and conversation pops up, and you light up because this is you. This is your thing. You've got all of this. You've got the collector's box edition three times over, printed in mint and signed, or, you know, whatever it is. We've People get creative with it, you know? We've Lens Bat Triple, Storm Triple. We've got a triple called Quest, you know? And you actually had uh, just recently, I saw on Twitter, took a picture with uh, Phil Lamar, who uh, who is... Samurai Triple. He's Samurai Triple. Um, he is. Yeah. He is indeed. I took another picture today with him because we were um, on the picket line, but that's a whole other conversation for another Ooh. time. But... But, you know, honestly, when I geek out the most is for my soap operas. I mean, they're my... Really? Like, I love them. Yeah, I love my soap. I love them. Are you serious? That is awesome. Like, like... Oh, I love them. Like, all of them? Like, what's your soap? What's what's the one that's... Honestly, can I just tell you that, like, one of the best nights of my life was Phil Jimenez, who draws Wonder Woman. Yeah. And Greg Weissman, who created Young Justice. We were in Palm Springs for the Comic-Con there, and, like... Ten of us went out for dinner after the con that day, and we were. It turned out that Greg grew up on soaps, and Bill and I are friends, and I knew he loved soap operas. Um, and we had the greatest in-depth conversation about like evening soaps, daytime soaps. It was just the best. Oh, so just all like, soap operas, all soap operas. Well, specifically daytime, okay. but then we threw in a little bit of Knott's Landing. Oh, we, wow. Like, we love Knott's Landing. And, and and today on the line, the picket line, there was Kevin Dobson. You know, like, I saw Kevin Dobson from, you know, Knott's Landing, and I was wow. just, you know, hi, Kevin. <laughs> you know, it was ridiculous. It was, and one of my closest friends is Ken Schreiner, who was the Green Arrow in mm-hmm. Justice League Unlimited and played Scotty Baldwin on General Hospital for 40 years. Oh, so, my God. That is Scotty. Let me find yeah. out Susan Eisenberg is novela triple. Those are Spanish soap operas. Yeah, so. those are Spanish. I know. Oh. I know. She's like, oh. No. She's like, I, I got them too. <laughs> Get off my On ADR. <laughs> um, so it would have to be something with, like, you know, daytime triple or... It would have to be something like Soap Diva. Or, or, I I don't want to put this on you, but kind of combining the whole aspect of Wonder Woman and soap operas, 
you could be the guiding tribble. <gasps> you watch Guiding Light? I grew up on Guiding Light a little bit. Guiding Light in general. Oh. The ladies in the green room just flip the flip out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I miss Guiding Light so much. But anyway, that's a whole different topic. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that one. You could be, I like it. You could be the bold and the triple. All my triples. All my All children. my triples. Um, general um, triple. The triple and the beautiful. The young and the triples. The days of our triples. The days of our triples. Nice. The days of our triples. Triples of our lives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. One like to triple. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yo, that's it. That's it. That's it right there. That's it. Yo, you. Yo, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Susan Eisenberg. Because you came up with one life to triple, so that's why I love it. So you. So it's Susan Eisenberg. One life to triple, aka the guiding triple. Yo, oh, but her, she should be one life to triple with her AKA guiding triple because you gave her the guiding triple. She came up with. That's what I that's said. What he said. Oh, that's I thought exactly he said, what I said. My biscuit, my biscuit, my bed. Oh, okay, that's adorable. My biscuit, that is adorable. <laughs> oh, you like that? You like that? You like yeah, that? That's she goes, adorable. She gonna steal that. I know. I'm you, she <laughs> Every time she say, "Oh, you like that?" Was me. That was me from Philly with love. You know, and, you, and you never introduced yourself, so I don't know really. Expect. I mean, I know Len because we've been corresponding. But you have to introduce yourself so I actually know who I'm speaking with. All right, let's, let's do it in style. Let's do it in style, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Susan. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And I'm joined by... Hello, Susan. My name is Kennedy. I am the Storm Tribble. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Master Tribble Emac. Short for Jedi Master. Do you like how I... I love it. I, get, I love it. I, I and on. your voice sounded so good. I mean, that's like Diana voice. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you noticed I grew it myself. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Good. All right, so. Oh my God, I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay. All right, calm, calm down, Kitty. I'm good. I just had to get it out. We're good. All right, all right, all right so, Susan? Yes. We, we have to make this official. So, to do that, you have yes. to take the triple oath of allegiance. So, uh, okay. uh, with that in mind, I need you to pay attention to uh, Emac, the master triple, who actually th is the creator of the Triple Oath of Allegiance. Okay. All right, so it's a fairly painless procedure from here on out. All you have to do is repeat after me. Okay, good. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. What, is the, what was the first line? I didn't hear it. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I coo. So shall it be said. So shall it be done. Welcome, Susan Eisenberg, aka One, One Life, Life to, to Triple, aka The Guiding Triple. Oh my God! Uh, I, that's, I love it. it is. I love Your it. Black. Triple! Black triples on deck. Hear the wreck to set. The best that it gets. Let's go. Come on. 
coming at you with hurricane force, intense as a landslide, cool as a slap on the black hand side, exceptional collective, the tribe of five, the source to put forth, the liveest vibe, the place to go when you search and seek, for some space to satisfy your urban geek, prude city dudes or suburban freaks, we the perfect break for your working week. Live on the set from the home of Philly Cam All across the airwaves to all my Philly fam Direct and effective five-headed Philly clan All around the world we rep for Philly, man Shout out to all my geeks and nerds Black Tribbles is here and what we speak is heard Come and get a taste of the Thursday night flavors Spider traces, faces and lightsabers We created a council, formed a federation Metropolis, Gotham, New York, all across the nation Choose your designation, get indoctrinated Take the oath of allegiance, increase the population One triple, two triple, three triple, four Five triples combined to make millions more The people power the media, let's get online It's our time to shine with black triples Run, run to you from the beautiful studios of WPPMLP 106.5 FM Philly Camden yep, yep. holler if you hear me ladies and gentlemen boys and girls cats and kittens children of all ages put your hands together for the 2018 edition of Black Tribbles Prime Merry New Year! Black people. That'll never not be funny. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. And as always, I am joined in this lovely studio by. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey Chick, also known as Chase Butley, also known as that John you sleeped on. It's your girl, the Storm Triple. Holla 218, staying lean, mean, and green all day, every day, live from the 215. What's good, Tribbles? Back again like I never left. I know you can't tell, but for Christmas, my chin got a cleft. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Master Tribble. E-Mac, how you feeling? Happy, happy, merry, merry, new, new. I ain't got nothing to say to none of y'all, but I miss y'all. It's your boy, Jay Rich, the Spider Tribble. Silky smooth, baby. Diarrhea. Yeah. Check it. Uh, uh. It's the voice, the subject of your daydreams, the full name, Randall A. Green. I chill with my squad. We like the A-team, representing for 2018. Like my ex-wives, the way I make greens. Come and get some, the way it may seem. It's so grand and so outrageous. Come and get me, son. I got pages and pages. Your man, our son, the voice of reason. Super triple in the jerk. What's good, though? We in here. Everybody's out. edges snatched. <laughs> Rocking out as always, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook Live, we have the sixth man of the group. What it do, y'all? It is the graduate of the Kame House, the dojo buster, the man with the Wakandan skin and luster. It is your boy, Super Saiyan Triple, a.k.a. Dragon's Daddy Broku. What it do, y'all? What good? I'm going to start calling you Bobby Jones from now on, since you're the sixth man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All my old school uh, Sixers fans get that. 
What's good, Triple Nation? How you doing? Yup. Yo. You well, missed us. I'm. I'm look. I just took a peek at the uh, Facebook Live. Why I look like a service rep in Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm the IT department of of Air Jamaica. Because <laughs> you got on, you got on that extra medium shirt to show off your gains. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, what is going on? Because <laughs> I got confused. I was like, who is that on the live? I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> My hair looks nice. I got that on fresh while I was in the islands. Mm. It looked nice. Mm, delicious. <laughs> it's that kind of show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And the phone lines are open. 215-923-WPPM. That's 215-923-9776. Streaming live and direct on phillycamp.org slash radio. Coming to you live and direct in your speakers, in your car, where you tweet us on 106.5 FM WPPMLP. Philly Cam, People Power Media, ladies and gentlemen, we back together. What's good, Tribbles? Hi. Man, what's up? It has been a long time. I, I was extra gone. So I, I wasn't here for like a week or so beforehand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I really missed y'all. No, you didn't. Uh, I didn't really miss y'all. I knew it. I don't even know why you bother lying. I, I just had to sit there and let yeah, you know. Don't come in 2018 lying. Yeah. We trying to do better in 2018. 2018 lying. I came out here 2018 flossing. Like he's not gonna get beat up for that watch. Yeah. Right? I had to suppress my 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 king years for a second there because <laughs> the, the 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 king Kennedy wanted wanted to. About to get you, about to get you for that watch. About to get bopped on your head. Right. Just um, just bop. Not even like in the face. I'd hit you in the back of the neck. Like and you'd be like mm. went to sleep. Right, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Oop, <laughs> y'all had a blackjack? <laughs> Just hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> Where did that even come from? She has no pockets. Right? <laughs> Pulled out her yoga pants. She was like, blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> How was everybody's holiday and stuff? Stuff and things. I did so much nothing. <laughs> I, yo, my New Year's Eve was so dead. It was like, I'm going to put him to sleep. Put Alex to bed, and I was like, "All right, let me watch some TV." I didn't even realize it was twelve to like. It was literally thirty seconds before midnight. I'm like, "Oh, okay, all right, it's midnight." Next, mm. we were actually me and Lily Trouble. We were actually getting dressed to go out because we had like a like a bunch of stops to make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I came out of the shower, and she was sitting there in her jeans. I was like, "I thought we was like, let's go get crab legs." Oh, I said, okay. <laughs> so we went and got seafood delight, and we Netflixed it into the new year. Oh, watching Peaky Blinders. Peaky nice. Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Yo, your girl Dick. Polly. Your girl Polly. Yo, I, I haven't finished. Oh, I'm at, I'm, I'm at episode four. Well, you know, it, we had to we had to bring in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on four though. I'm on four though. So I know where she's gone. I know. I know what happened in four. So I'm like, what? Yeah. Polly had to come up. Polly had to glow up. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, it's mm. good stuff. I threw axes on New Year's. <laughs> threw axes. Yep, hit a bullseye when the ball dropped. It was lit. Nice. Yo, you have not rung in the New Year unless you've rung it in with axe throwers. We weren't just popping bottles. These mofo's were sabering bottles. That's fun. <laughs> I, that is a lot of like, fun. All everybody's champagne had glass in it. We was just like, all right, well, we're not drinking this, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> 
I, I uh, celebrated Kwanzaa with my throw workers this year. That was nice. It was really cool. I borrowed my dad's Kinara. That's the candlestick for yeah. those of you who don't know. Um, and and lit the candles every day and reflected on one of the seven principles of Ma'at, and of you know otherwise known as the Nguzo Saba. And uh, it was really cool because I'd only observed Kwanzaa before. I'd never lit the candles or anything like that. Um, and the first night, one of my throw workers was like, is there a song? And I was like, I don't know if there is. I don't know it. And the third night, I was sitting there lighting it, and it just came to me. I forgot there was a song. And I just, it just, it looked like the ancestors, like, came through, and I just started singing it. And I got hype, and I put, started stomping and put the beat down to it. And all the white people was looking at us like, what is going on? They were like the revolution. <laughs> oh my God! This it has is begun. A, we are ground zero. This is the worst place to be. They got axes. It's the purge. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the blurge. <laughs> it's the black purge. So you know, all of the axe okay. throwing came to a screeching halt when they heard the lyrics to "Nkosi Sikelele Africa." They were like, "It's something. I don't know what they're." All I heard was "Africa." Hun, it's time to go. Get your stuff. Check your pockets. <laughs> Get your stuff. It's time to go. Grab my clogs. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, it was great. I, I just, you know, on that tip, want to give a shout out to my throw workers um, for being such a dope group of people to be interested in in learning about what Kwanzaa was and its yeah. significance and yeah. all of that stuff. Because they could have just as easily been like, yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, they were so you're, all like, you're doing you. But. They were all like, what does this mean? What does that mean? Like all this stuff. And it was just really, uh, you know, forced me to step my game up and, and really, you know reread and relearn the, the Nguzo Saba, but it was it was cool because they all took from Embraced it too. It. Yeah, that's you know? dope. I, I also I we were going on New Year's, but I spent uh, Christmas. My Christmas was spent with my my daughter and her family came down for Christmas. Now they were I had my grandson for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for all of Thanksgiving. So when they came down for Christmas, they spent a lot of time with her mother. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see him as much but I did have him for at least like a good one whole day with him. And um, he's a uh, huge. He's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> How he, is that? But Batman can only be ba- he, he doesn't have the tragic upbringing. He, no, no. He has, he has his stealth on. Because now cause he can walk. Mm-hmm. And I swear I left him in the living room. Went in the kitchen to get his cup, and he was gone. <laughs> and I don't know where he went. I'm walking all around Still? like Avery. Avery. <laughs> <laughs> you find that child? Right? Did, Shouldn't you? You got something better did, to do right now? Did you? Did you not find the baby? He was walking directly behind me. Wow. He had his stealth. He was stalking on. you. Now you're serious. Like he's like, this is what they feel like. This is what freaks them out. <laughs> And you turn around and it's a puff of smoke and he's gone again. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you wanted to be real creepy, it's a puff of smoke, but he's still standing there. (laughs) So it was fun. Found him just crouching on top of one of the doors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, just get a flashlight with his symbol and then he'll find you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, God. Well done. Well done. So cute. Yeah, my Christmas was great too because of the kids, the children's. It was my niece's first Christmas, so I uh, got her a couple dresses because she's cute. But also got her um, this little toy that stimulates neural development. 
while helping develop fine motor skills, you know, because babies need to grab. Yeah. And it rattles and doesn't make too much noise, but it's it's just it looks like a looks like a cell really. It does a lot. Or it looks like a, a um an atom with a nucleus mm-hmm. and, and stuff orbiting it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I showed it to her. First I gave her the wrapping paper, she just kinda looked at me like I don't know what this is. So I, you know, helped her tear it open and everything and when I took it out of the box, I didn't get hit with that childlike glee and that innocent like wonder thing that I guess other babies have. She lit up like a mad scientist. She's like, Oh my this is what is this? I, this is oh like she was like, I must have like and I could just see everything start to fire up in her. And I was like, Oh, that's beautiful. Little girls must science as early as possible. And my sister says she won't put it down. Like they shift they have to they have to pull it from her so she can go <laughs> She got all these toys, but she wanted this one. I was like DC A D C A D C It's funny how kids will latch onto something because my nephew's daughter at Christmas, you know, you same thing, opening up everything, mm-hmm. everything. Gifts, clothes, everything. This one ribbon <laughs> off of a box. She she walked around the entire Christmas night with that ribbon. Now, my other nephew's son walked around Christmas night with a piece of the dog's poop in his mouth. But <laughs> and that is the defining feature between men and women. She's okay, like, well, pretty, and he's like poop. Exactly, but he appreciates all his gifts. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right? <laughs> So you gotta love a kid that appreciates whatever they get. That's yeah. true, I guess. And, and those are free. <laughs> That's the frustrating part. I done spent all this money. And and you, put you want the free gift. And you gonna put the poop in your mouth. You want the free gift. You That's like when poop. you spend all that money and they chill in the box. Yeah, yeah. that happens. How about you, Eva? How was your? Oh, uh, it was it was pretty good. Uh, new Year's was chill. Um, exotic triple and her little one came over nice. to help us ring in the new year. Um, so there was alcohol and uh, there was drinking. <laughs> Did the little one brought the alcohol? Uh, Drew, yeah, yeah. Drew, he pays like he weighs, so he brought in his <laughs> six pack <laughs> at the door. Um, Yo, and, and New Year's was, I mean, uh, Christmas was cool too. Uh, so uh, Baby Jedi was opening everything in sight. And she got like that one, like she was just opening everybody's everything that she could get her hands on. <laughs> but then um, she got that one gift, her little uh, doll that's also Potties. So <laughs> she's been carrying that around since Christmas. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, Sage got like a whole bunch of like art supplies and stuff. So she's nice. been drawing and stuff. Nice. So she's still drawing. Um, and yeah, that's, that's all cool. good. And, and she's doing her little crossovers. Her Sonic characters are catching Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I've never seen that before. That's cute. That's Crossover. Cool. So um so yeah so she's doing that whole thing um made uh Phoenix cry and scream so that was good you know always got to aim for that was screaming and the crying oh. it was Alrighty. good it, it was like good screaming and crying about to say speaking of screaming and crying <laughs> I, I bought my my what? nephew oh okay I bought my nephew a, a little remote control um tarantula. Right, I thought it was going to be like a slow creeper. No, it it scoots. Yeah, it scoots. It don't move. move. And I didn't know that he was on the naughty list this year. Like I did, my my brother and sister in law were like, "Yeah, he got socks and toothpaste and stuff for Christmas." Like, wow. His, his, oh, yeah, so yours I, is the gift. Yeah, I got him a gift. So he was like, ah! like he like freaked out when he saw it. He was like, ah, 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 right, the best thing all day. <laughs> so I gave it to him specifically so he could torture, you know, my sister in law and his sisters. And he was letting that little thing scoot all over the place, and it was just. 
so rewarding to know that I was the auntie to give you the thing that that that, you, that made your day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just was like, I could just hear my like just the whole night. He was just letting that thing scoot around. My sister was like, just I mean, my sister in law was just shrieking like, oh. Kennedy, I'm going to kill you. I was like, Kramer Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yo, Irock, what about you, man? I mean, you're on the show now, dog. You're not just a camera jockey. True, true, true. Uh, this Holly he steps bre- out of the frame. Is he, no, he's, he, he, he becomes the frame. I he is the, the frame. frame. I'm thick. <laughs> so this uh, winner, I just got more thick. Uh, lots thick and lots of food. I just got thicker. Um and to spend some time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like y'all on radio, like if y'all were watching this, it made sense. Why I just pause? <laughs> anyway, uh, to come out of his religion. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Bork. Mm. Mm. let me mm. gather myself back. Mm. Got composure Amen. now. Amen. Amen. Church, mm. bless. Amen. Be the holy. Uh, ate a lot of good food. Uh, went to a New Year's Eve party and uh, watched the Dave Chappelle special and probably had too many honey barbecue buffalo wings or honey barbecue and buffalo wings, sorry. And um, and just try to recover and just uh, get my mind ready to get back into Muay Thai. So other than that, just chilled, stayed blessed, and uh, had a good time. What does too many wings mean? I know. I don't I've even understand. Is that, is that and, English? And how, do, and how do you recover from too many wings? I mean, recover from Muay Thai. Oh yeah, I recovered from Muay Thai. Oh. But I mean, the wings also. I did like. <laughs> you had to recover from the wings. I stayed in bed till like one p.m., which I haven't done in forever. So that was beautiful. Mm. God, okay. yeah, his yeah. guts were stretching. Yeah, I was. I was laid out. Mm. Rap. Mm. I liked. Um, I watched both of David Ch- uh. David Chappelle specials. I, I I thought they were. Yeah, they were. They were pretty yeah. good. Uh, I saw the first one. I, the, I tried to watch the second one at like three thirty in the morning. I fell asleep like two minutes oh, no, into the, it. The, the second one is a lot, a lot more. So you can't watch yeah. that. Yeah, the second one is like a is like a sermon almost. But he the, was, dude, he was that preaching. first one, I was crying. It was ridiculous. It may, if you haven't if you if you haven't seen these things, you have to watch them. They're like we can't even quote them. On you the can't air. quote a thing. But <laughs> no, not not um, a bit of it. Not a, not, not a nary bit. a bit. But it is hysterical. It is hysterical. And while you're right, we can't really quote it. The second one, the the lesson that he teaches using um, Iceberg Slim is. One for the ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely check those out. Good stuff. Oh, you look like you're about to say. No, no, I got nothing to say. All right, thank you. I froze my tuchus off New Year's Day with the mummers. See that? Yeah, I don't go to the parade because you know racism, but <laughs> I like watching them come back because on Second Street, for those of you who are not in the Philly area, most of the clubhouses for for the mummers are on Second Street, so most mummers can't, you know drink like a lot new year's eve like the rest of us because they got to be up so early to do this parade and you know are obviously your marching bands and in costume and stuff so they're they're mostly sober until the parade's over so when they come back to their clubhouses is when they light up and you know it's basically like a free concert the string bands are there and, and everything's good and people are handing out your beer and all that stuff well it was cold af this year so they did not have the turnout that they are accustomed to having. So it was considerably shorter. But what made it cool, ironically enough, and also not ironically enough, was that the the police officers that were out that day were much more personable than in previous years than I've gone. You know what I mean? They were on their job, you know what I mean? Making sure nobody was acting up. 
But one of those party buses ran by and some club music was going. I got this great footage of this cop just, he was going in. He was just dancing like it was nothing. I mean, like he was at the club, like going hard. I wanted to be like, officer, you're on duty. Like, what are you doing? And it wasn't until his sergeant, his CO came up to him, this little short black lady. She had to be five foot, maybe. And she just walked up to him and looked at him. And your boy was like, uh, uh, and just fell right back. It. I was like, okay, Sarge. Okay, let him know. She just looked at me and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, officer. Like, I don't even work for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, it, I'll it, be good. It's a tradition that I have. I just, it's something that, uh, you know, I, I enjoy uh, just being down there. And, and, and again, it's a free show. It's a free show. And, you know, there's no public drunkenness in Philly on New Year's Day because we go in. Most definitely. <coughs> All right, so it's 2018, ladies and gentlemen, and um, what we do here on the first show of the year is we do exactly what we're doing right now. We turn on the microphones and we just chill and we talk. We rocking out. Talk about some of the things that have been going on lately. It's what? It's January 11th, and there's already been like every day something crazy has been happening in the news. Yes. I mean, Quit. I mean, I'm looking here. We wrote down a couple of things. And I'm sure this is stuff that you probably know about, and we we'll definitely want to hear from you. The phone lines, 215-923-WPPM. That's 215-923-9776. Uh, shout out to Richard, Triple NX, Richard Ng. Yeah. Am I saying that? I always want to I know. I think it's Ng. 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 I'll call it Ng. I think it's Ng. Yeah, Ng. Yeah. Richard Ng. Shout out to yeah, do, do you owe him like a fan art or something? He said you uh, were supposed to send him a little something. Yeah, I'm supposed to, I'm, I got to get uh, get with him and find out exactly what he wants. and then I'll Oh, okay. Send him. Yeah, because he still wants that. So Yeah, I know. I, I told him I'll remind you. Yeah, give it to him. But I already let him know you ain't forget about him. I love how he made it his personal like goal to get cozy with each of us. Apparently, you've had conversations <laughs> with him. I thought I was the only one, but apparently I'm not special. Creeping. No, not anymore. So why, why's it got to be that you're not special? Because I'm not. If he's talking too. to everybody. We're no. all special. So it's, now I'm everybody. Yes, so I'm everybody. We, yeah, why can't we just all be special? You get, He's asking for commissions for Len? Like, well, I just thought... That's from the Patreon. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 all right, all right. All right. Oh, all right. If Lynn wasn't talking to him, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> I thought if everybody has powers, nobody is special. Is no, that, everybody what? is special. That's what? The, that's the illusion. Really, that's what want you to think. Really? <laughs> and when everybody is super, nobody will be. Oh, you got with the last the girl? Person. And got busy. Yo, that trailer dropped over the break. But wasn't it just a teaser? Yeah, it was just a teaser. It was enough. It was enough. Yeah, that's all I need to see. The detail on Mr. Incredible's polo is like, oh, this is why this movie's been like 13 years in the making. I could see every single fiber stitched in Indonesia. Like, this is insane. Like, oh, they're drawing in 4K. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait for that movie. Oh, so hype. I'm so hype. I'm so, I, I, I'm so hyped for it, but I'm very nervous. I'm not because you know Brad Bird. Yeah, Brad Bird don't play, and he, he wasn't about to do a sequel unless yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unless, yeah, unless your was like, fire. Yeah, like wait, how many years has it been? Uh, he just okay, kicks me... into the door of the, the, the staff meeting. No capes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got this. I got this. 
He's been sitting in his crib for the last... I never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. 13 years or however long it's been just working. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I am excited for Incredibles 2. And I do trust Brad Bird. And I know that I've heard they got, you know, got um, Craig T. Robinson. Craig T. Nelson. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Craig Nelson. Ro- Craig Robinson is the bull with the piano, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's why I, when I said it, I was like, that's wrong. Um, Coach, man. And Helen Hunt, right? She's back for. No, it's not Helen Hunt. It's Holly. Holly Hunt. Holly, Holly Hunter. Yeah. Holly Hunter. Right. right, right. Yeah. Um, so a lot yeah. of H's. A lot, a lot of southern accents. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I am. I'm, I'm eagerly waiting for. Now, there's another movie that apparently the world is not even waiting for. They just had to go. They had to have their tickets now. Everybody's in the theater. Oh, <laughs> except Lapita. <laughs> you didn't see that? Lapita what? couldn't get a ticket. Like she wow. tried to get a ticket online. She couldn't get a ticket. How you not go be to her movie? own movie? <laughs> She was at the premiere, though. Well, I, yeah, obviously, that. but she tried to get a, a ticket and could not for the opening day. Yeah. Well, well, I, first, first of all, did she pick a new lead. theater? Did she try, like, the different showtime? But she just like, if I can't go at 1.30, I don't want to go. <laughs> Maybe. But um, we're talking about Marvel's Black Panther, which hits uh, the, the world in February. And is uh, an, it was announced just a couple of days ago through Fandango is the number one pre-sale movie like ever of all time uh, like uh, ever well, it's the number one Marvel pre-sale movie Marvel yeah, right, yeah. of, Mar- of Marvel yeah. um, and it beat Captain America one of the Captain America it beat Civil War Civil War was, was Civil War yeah Civil okay. War had been the, the highest before that and that's that is just insane and Civil War was only that high because people knew Black Panther was in it and Spider-Man and Spider-Man alright y'all it was a big deal to have Spider Man. Okay, See, like, I, I said got, okay. And Black Panther. I said okay. At Richard same ain't time. talking to everybody. I can't <laughs> have. <it. laughs> Y'all obviously don't need me. Can't have nothing. You get Isaiah and forget who controlled it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. And it's officially 2018, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can it be New Year? Um. <laughs> So yeah, so that that is in that is absolutely insane. Um, but we should not be surprised because a funny thing happened on the way to our uh, 2018 premiere broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. We came here to the studio, fully intent on announcing to you that we have a fantastic movie event that we want to put out. To each and every one of you. Because February 17th, February 17th, 10 a.m. Wherever the light shines is yours. <laughs> Except North Philly. Never go there. Don't go to North Philly. <laughs> the Black Tribbles are partnering with BlackSciFi.com and Amalgam Philly. Malcolm Comics and Coffee House and J1 Khan. Yup, yup. And we are presenting Wakanda. Philadelphia's all day Black Panther movie celebration. This kicks off at 10 a.m. with a screening of Black Panther. A is lit. Featuring celebrity guests. 
A cosplay parade, <laughs> history of Black Panther, Marvel movie trivia, a swag bag full of original art and T-shirts, and fun for the entire family. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so you're going to clean that up real fast. Oh, yeah. We really <laughs> wanted to announce this all to you. And we were going to give it, give, you know, not we're, give it away. We were going to tell you where you could go and be a part of this fantastic event. Wakande. 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 Got real black in here. Oh, the motherland is beautiful. Somebody turn on the extra lights because it got black in here. Turn on the black lights. That's how black it got. It's all black. <laughs> black lights. Black lights. Even our lights are black. <laughs> now. Wakande. Wakande. home. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. That's how we start Wakande. 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 Lifesaver. <laughs> cool mint. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Lifesaver. <laughs> the soul stone. Yep. Oh, it's great because it's not offensive because Wakanda's not real. <laughs> yeah, right? It's not, it's not even real. Wakanda. My, you hush your mouth. Wakanda is real. Okay, but there's nobody gonna not physically write us a letter like dear black trip dear black tribus I do not appreciate. I was, <laughs> I was offended by your use of my home language of Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda. You cannot do that. Your Wakanda, Wakanda accent is nothing to f we. Your Wakanda <laughs> accents are terrible, <laughs> and we do not sound like that. I will tell you, black tribal. That is a munda. That is the next country <laughs> over. We, we are like next them. to them, and we do not sound like them, and they do not sound like they us. are flashy. That we is are Africa Centauri. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> Obviously, you have me confused. You'd got to be all the way chopped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to take this from you. I make vibranium. What do you make exactly? <laughs> you make jokes. You got jokes. <laughs> I got a joke for you. Get your president. Get your president. I have a king. You have a... M- Ooh. You have a joke. You have an orangutan. You are, luck- you are lucky that I am from a regal country. Otherwise, I would drag you to filth right now. And no tell me what I think of you on your president day. <laughs> no love, the Dora Milaje. No. <laughs> <laughs> All of their letters, every statement, anything that anybody says, even this conversation. Could you pass the tea? Yum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Please pass the sugar. That's how toilets flush Yum. in Wakanda. From the day I sat on this here toilet And regretting those wings that I ate Hot fire. <laughs> when the sun rolling high, oh. sitting am I on the porcelain throne, working it all the way out. <laughs> all the way out. Out. <laughs> on the circle of water. Flush. Motorboat. I don't need a buddy. <laughs> so, what were you saying, Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> 
What's he saying? So. <laughs> I heard you. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, we had wanted to invite you. We had wanted to invite you to Wakande. Yeah, what had happened? Because it's mad hype. Right, right. So much cool stuff. I'm yeah, home. But what had happened was, <laughs> it got sold out. <laughs> sold out, Wakande. No more seats for you. I am sorry. Simba, you can't come. <laughs> you are not allowed to come. You heard. Lapita cannot get tickets to Wakanda. To Wakanda. She hit me up, and I had to tell her, like, sorry, I can't do nothing for you. We sold out. <laughs> I don't even get she a comp, me Peter. Up. Peter, sorry. I don't even not get even a comp. Here. Can I call you Peter? Peter, I don't even get a comp. I'm saying. I just call her Loopy. Mm. That is disrespectful. Yeah, not if you know a person. It's like one piece. Yo. So, <laughs> what happened is that, you know... <laughs> It got sold out. We we we, we put out um, everyone that is on our mailing list. Lesson that is on our mailing mm-hmm. list. Message. Mm-hmm. All sold out. Everyone on them, our our mailing list. Uh, we send it out to them. They got a whole invite, and they bought a whole ticket. And it's sometimes it, more than one. And it got it it and it and and, and it, it sold out. And they go but to here's, a here's the crazy us. part: the theater that we had planned originally was much smaller than the theater we ended up with. Yes, so much so that our pre-sales sold out the first theater. So we were like, "All right, I guess we got to go to a bigger theater." Yes, and we moved into a oh, bigger theater. That'll buy us time, <laughs> right? Right. We could like pitch to other people that we might know, like, "Yo, you might want to dip in on this." Oh, sorry. We sold out. We yum. sold out. Yum. <laughs> we sold out. No seats. No seats for, <laughs> no seats for you. So pay half price to sit on the floor. <laughs> so so it it it's so it's sold out. Now. Yes. We do wow. have two tickets to give away. Ooh. Mm. Just two. I mean, we were supposed to have more, <laughs> but the way it worked out, <laughs> they got sold. But to see how, how our chickens and our savings <laughs> work. <laughs> yeah, the way that joint, huh? Yeah, that works, yeah. Yeah. So um, so we have two tickets to give away to Wakande. Um, now, I told you what you get for the with the ticket. That's just for the movie screening, though. Tell them what else they get, though. Well, well okay. Well, the movie, the the... The tickets get you into the movie screening. 10 a.m. Saturday morning. 10 a.m. Saturday morning, February 17th. Uh, we'll be in there with uh, Mark Lamont Hill from CNN, Christina Jackson from The Outsiders, Dorian Missick will be there as well, Smoke Moran with the Cosplay All-Stars, uh, Ariel Johnson of the Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. We got a swag bag with a commemorative T-shirt, original art by my man, uh, Sean and Miguel White, they've got original Black Panther art that's going to be in the swag bag. We got the history of Wakanda and Black Panther brought to you by Etbok. The Black Tribbles will be doing Marvel movie trivia. And if it works out, I will make Randy's dream come true. And we will be in there with a t shirt gun. Because that's, yeah. I'm, I'm, you don't need a t shirt gun. I got your t shirt guns listen. right here. 
He's always he, he Listen, always said you know he how wants to have badly a I wanted to want a t-shirt gun. He's always wanted a t-shirt gun. Okay, uh, and I'll be there. You know, you can only shoot t-shirts from it. Like you can't oh, kill somebody's t-shirt. Oh, I know that. Gun. I know that. But I can okay. kill somebody with a t-shirt. You ever see how them things shoot? Uh, nice. That's not going to happen at Wakanda, though. Just, just no, so no. we're clear. No, no, no shootings. Yeah, if you don't behave, yeah, not violent, not violent. Hands up, don't shoot, just catch. If you if you don't behave, you might catch a t-shirt in the mouth. Just saying. Now. So we have two tickets to the movie screening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. The other thing Kennedy was alluding to is because Wakanda will be ending with vibranium nights after Wakanda. <laughs> so <laughs> vibranium nights kicks off at 830 at a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. 2578 Frankfurt Avenue. Where we will have a panel discussion and talk back panel moderated by the Michelle Mission's very own Vincent Williams, featuring our celebrity guests, Mark Lamont Hill, Christina Jackson, Dorian Missick, Ariel, Ariel Johnson. And it will be an after party that Dorian Missick is going to be the celebrity DJ for. Summer Willow, our mixologist extraordinaire, is coming up with a very special Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda drunk. Yeah, she's going to get us all Wakanda drunk. <laughs> it's going to be Wakanda <laughs> late. Yes. It's going to be crazy. Vibranium Nights, which is a totally free event. Ay. So if you can't make it to the to the movie, you can come to Wakanda, Vibranium Nights at Amalgam Comics. Totally free. Come, have fun. We have two tickets to give away for Wakanda. Yum. Now, how should we give these tickets away? Foot rubs. Give me a foot rub. Turkish sand slippers. No, Bring fool. them back. No, fool. Bring no. it. No, no Turkish sand slippers. No, fool. All right, I was just throwing it out there. Hey, yeah, don't throw spaghetti against walls. See what sticks, you know? How about a Wakanda <laughs> steamer? <laughs> what now? What? A Wakanda steamer. Never mind. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's similar to a Tunisian sand slipper, except there's an iron involved and there's hot steam. And vibranium. And vibranium. Okay. All I right. thought it was practicing and you have making to... babies on a vibranium shield. Well, no, and no. It's so hot that you just lay on top of each other and steam. No, 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 because you have to wear uh, well, condoms. You have to be safe out there, children. This is why. <laughs> Wear protection. <laughs> Yo, my children. No. Wrap it up now. Got to wrap it up now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we win a war. Oh, too rhythmic. Darn it. Okay, so how are we going to give these to kick him in the Wakanda? <laughs> I, I actually like the idea of feet rubs, but foot rubs, but. None of y'all are going to submit yourself to it. I want a foot rub. I'll take a foot rub. You want, you want to mess so with So are you looking to give this away to one person or to two different people? Because, you know, some people may like to bring a person. I think people will want to bring a person. So I think it's, 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 we've got to give the tickets to one person so they can. I say we give it away to somebody who can make it here before the end of the show and do, I don't know, fill in the blank. Give Kennedy a foot rub. That sounds good to me. Yeah, if you can make it here in the next hour hour and 15 minutes, hour and let's say 10 minutes. There you go. Boom. If you can make it here (laughs) 
Ain't nobody coming through to rub my feet. If you can make it <laughs> to the studios, maybe that one bowl with a trench coat, right? Like, like <laughs> I was outside anyway, where he got half a five o'clock shadow on one side and a fresh cut on the other. Two face. All right, ladies and gentlemen. He left in the middle of getting a haircut. And all, and all of you following us on Facebook Live, following us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and every place like that. It is now, if I'm looking at the, the clock here in the studio, 947. We are on air till 11 p.m. All right. The first person to come down here. <laughs> Phone's ringing. Yo, I'm here. <laughs> Right. Come down to the studios of Philly Cam of WPPM LP, and uh, which is located at six ninety nine Ranstead Avenue. Ranstead Seventh Street between Market and Chestnut, right here in Philadelphia. And give them the phone number so they know where to call when they're outside. When you're outside, give us a give us a call two one five nine two three WPPM. That's two one five nine two three nine seven seven six. You gotta let us know that you're outside because that's the only way you're gonna get in here, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we ain't checking. Yeah, right. Yeah, I ain't gonna say out there. You've got you've got till eleven p.m. to get in here, and you can't just you know you got to give a, a nice foot rub. You know, you're going to be coming down here. Kennedy will be the judge of whether or not you are actually giving a decent foot rub. Don't just come here and just pat her foot mm-hmm. and just like, yo, where are my tickets? Yeah, no. You got to put that prom night special on it. Right. If you can, bring baby oil. <laughs> no, she likes body butter. Oh, body Whichever. butter. I even brought my black triple heels, so I will gladly switch into them just so that you may have the privilege of taking one off. Mm-hmm. See, I just picked up some Kiko Man uh, soy sauce. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, fam. That dehydrates my skins. Just so, right, right in between the toes. So somebody go on and put put out on the social medias exactly what's going on. You've got to 11 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. Get down here. You can get two tickets to our very, very exciting Wakanda Black Yum. Panther movie screening on Saturday, February 17th. 10 a.m. here in Philadelphia is taking place at the uh, Riverview Theater down on Delaware Avenue. So is it first come, first serve? Are we going to do a rub off if we get two text <laughs> contestants? And I got, good night, I, ladies and gentlemen. I got two feet. One for the rub and one for the beat. I got two feet. Well, we said the first <laughs> one. We said the first first person that, that gets here at two to give Kennedy a, a foot But if more than one person gets Yeah, like here. if we if we get the phone call and we go down, but there's two people out there. We <laughs> we put one knife on the floor. That's <laughs> how so y'all work it out. Like, like, we only have one position open. Right. Make it quick. I got, yeah. five, I got five minutes. We're going to put y'all in this closet. Two men enter, one man leaves. Right. Handle your biz. No. Yeah. No? If there are two people downstairs. I'll stand outside humming the Star Trek fight theme. Till one dies. Look at them stab. Look at them stabbing. Drive by stabbing. Listen, stabbing. Listen, I do the foot rub now. This is my foot. These are my tickets now. Foot rub now. I will see you in Wakanda. If we get two people. One person gets one foot, the other person gets the other foot, and then Kennedy is the judge of which one does it better. Okay, that works. That's amazing. Uh, and and she does have the heels. She's oh, breaking she out. She's breaking out, out the heels. I bought y'all. these heels specifically to wear at Black Tribble's events because it's got a black tribble. Oh, it's a little flat right now, but that's all right. We're going to... 
Mm, and the and the trouble got frosted tips. Yeah, cause she frosty. Mm. It's a storm. Mm. Yes, thank you. See, I knew this is why we friends. <laughs> um. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what else? What else happened while we while people are racing to the studio? <laughs> we gonna be. I'm gonna uh, be real salty. Golden Globes happened. Oh yeah. Golden Globes. Oh yes. The Golden Globes. Now. I'm not even. I don't even remember who won because everybody was just talking about Oprah. Uh, uh, Oprah won. She won every award. You mean mother? Yeah, Oprah won every award. My mom's. Now, Oprah and she gave a, a great speech there. I mean, yes, that's the hype. That's what everyone took away. And from now it. everybody's talking about Oprah and Oprah for president. Yes, pretty much for president. Um, until right. and some fool in the White House, not the fool in the White House, but one of his other fools said that Oprah has no business running for public office because she doesn't have enough political experience. Boy, bye. <sighs> um, Boy, bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah, for <laughs> this is the thing that got me though. When Ivanka tweeted in support of Oprah, I saw that, and then people tweeted back at her like, "Um, you can't be part of the solution and part of the problem. So how about you go sit down, sweetie?" I was like, "Oh." Or, like, you can't support your dad and support people trying to help and change this country. So, what are you really doing? I'm like, hmm, that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people are like, yeah, she's just so wicked here. And, like, none of that matches up. Yeah. And I was like, uh, well, I guess on the whole. Ouch. Yeah. I, 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 would you vote for, for Oprah? E? I would say yes. Um, but I guess it also matters who she's up against. But then again, if it's a Republican, I probably wouldn't be voting for them anyway. So, yeah. for the, we're talking primaries because Ron Perlman is like half joking, half serious about running for president. Like he was first like, "Haha, if this fool can do it, I can do it too." But as the administration went on last year, he was like, "I'm seriously maybe considering might be doing this." So if he runs, I mean, I would definitely vote for a a, a Winfrey Perlman ticket. Personally, black woman and a Jew in the White House, <laughs> about time. I don't know if I would vote for Winfrey and Ron Perlman. Why not? On, on, the, on the same. Uh, I, I, I would want, I mean. If she's, and, if she's she, the president and he's the, the running mate. And neither of them has any political experience? No. Yeah. I, I yeah, couldn't. I wouldn't. I, and now, it, now if, Oprah, if let's say Oprah Winfrey disappears for the next two years and then shows up when it's time to run for president and has has dipped her whole body in geopolitical politics and, you know, comes out like, well, if I in this situation, blah, 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 blah. huh? No, nothing's a little redundant, but go ahead. What? what, what? Nothing. What kind of hey? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, okay. F- all right. I, I, yeah, sure. But I, I think the idea of Oprah Winfrey as a brilliant human being, just as a brilliant human being, as president with no with no political experience at all is sort of the same problem except for it's a, a, a smart person with no political pro- experience and a, and a lunatic with no political experience is still a person with no political experience. And so I don't know that, that while I don't think we would get there wouldn't be the same amount of problems as far as and as far as an individual you're still dealing with a person with no political experience right but and 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 the and the only reason I, I think that's an issue is that the right would attack Oprah on that 
and rightfully so. The right would attack anybody that the Democrats on put anything in front for, for any whatever. reason whatsoever. True. And all of the hypocritical reasons. What the difference is between what I'm presuming Madam President Winfrey would do and this fool that we got in here now is his cabinet is a hot mess. Like, just it's all, you know, uh, uh, cronyism and, and, and nepotism and, and all of that stuff. It was all people that he appointed that would suit uh, his agenda or lack thereof. Whereas I am certain that if she were to, you know, seriously consider running for the highest office in the land, she would build a cabinet full of people to make sure that she didn't make an uninformed decision. You know what I mean? In the, in the way that the Obama administration was. You know, like he was a great candidate. He was definitely steeped in knowledge in terms of political science in American history and, and the Constitution and all that stuff. But he also built a cabinet full of people that was like, I, you don't work for me, I don't work for you, we work for America. Let's never forget that. So I, I, I have a real hard time thinking that after as long as Oprah has been Oprah and all of the, the choices that she's made and the money she's made for herself and as successful as she's become, that she would sit there and just be like, ah, I'm running for president. doesn't matter who I got. It doesn't matter what kind of experience I got. You're going to vote for me because it's better than him. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm certain she would put a cabinet together to make sure, you know, shoot, it's Oprah. She might go back to college for two years and take an accelerated master's course or something. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, I'm not concerned with the lack of political experience because, A, some people could see that as a plus because you're not corrupted. You don't right. have that yeah. dirt on you or you don't have those skeletons in your closet. But, B, um, to, to kind of elude to the fact you were saying, um, I agree with Tywin Lannister. You, uh, no politician knows everything. So you surround yourself with either people that know more or you seek advice from people that are specialists in those areas. You know what I mean? That's why you have a secretary of state. So you don't have to be dealing with all the foreign issues. And then you, you just get the rundown from that one individual. You right, know what I mean? Right. Um, but the one measurable difference that I see between uh, uh Oprah 2020 and this guy is that Oprah has actually literally done things for other people. How about you know, it? she's gone to Africa and started schools. How about that it? takes organization, that takes networking, that takes budgeting, that takes working with people. Um, I don't know who you go to, uh, uh, you know, as far as a governing body or a county or the country mm -hmm. as far as, hey, I want to make a school and I want to make sure that every girl in your, you know, jurisdiction, land, whatever, can make it there. What do I have to do? And get it accomplished. You know what I mean? Right. But Trump, as far as I see somebody who's only out for themselves or their own name or their brand or their business, or I see all these moves that are, you know, not in the interest of the quote unquote public or the less fortunate or the disenfranchised and only for yourself or tax breaks for you and corporate and the public, then I'm so and, and, willing and. to give you know, the person that will do something for others a chance. Right. You know, that's the actual billionaire and not claiming to be one. And do something for others. I would rather have you support me or, you know, listening to my concerns than somebody that's literally clearly only out for himself. Plus, an, plus someone who, as far as on the business side, Trump has had. I mean, I think he's a legitimate billionaire. No, but I think I all his paper is funny. But, <laughs> but I, well, I think technically either way, I think it I think his paper, if not funny, is is dirty. Got some dirt on it. And he is a brother who has made his money by the get over pretty yeah. much his whole Lots life. Of the get -over. Which is why Lots of, a lot of, of times Yeah, I'm about to say, which is why he's lost it a bunch of times when it's come back to bite him. Yeah. You know, now 
for whatever reason, he's been able to build, keep building the stuff back up, probably because he, you know, his daddy has some money too. But, you know, while Oprah literally had to build herself up, build her business up, you know what I mean? And her business has never taken an L at all. Ever. 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 You know, even when she stepped out on her own network and and if everybody remembers like the first year or two of her network, people were like, uh, I don't know, this is it's not going too good. She stayed with it, tinkered, tinkered, and now to join this life it is it's the bomb. You know what I mean? Now her station is like is like on point with with great programming from beginning to end. Her brand is just like Trump. It is her, but like you said, to your point, E, her brand is me, yes, doing for myself so that I can do it for others. You know what I mean? Um, and you, Kennedy, like she might go back to school. She probably already has a school that is right. just, just hers. Right. She's going to be the only like, I need another honorary degree real quick. She is yeah, a right. science. She has a team of professors teaching her multiple subjects at the same time, and she's just sitting there with a tablet taking notes because it's a tablet not actual notes because she's oprah so she'll just you know yeah tap and swipe tap and swipe plus i haven't heard anyone mention this yet has anybody seen like paid attention to the glasses that she wore at the golden globe sharp those dresses were so nice sharp those were so nice they were sexy yeah she had some sexy glasses her dress was fab too listen I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had kind of a thing for Oprah Winfrey for a very, very long time. For a very long time. I love that woman. Me and Stepman, like if I see ever see Stepman, he gonna have to see me in the street. Mm. Oh, he ain't going nowhere. Stepman ain't going nowhere. Cause he, you know, he's been close to the edge a couple of times, and Oprah said, "I." Right. Only reason he around because you know Oprah know like, I right, you know, you know a little bit too much. I gotta keep you close. That's the only reason he's still around. There was just Stedman. Stedman better be a good wide receiver. I know that much because he will catch these hands. Tangent. In Chris Tucker's Netflix special, he was talking about going to Oprah's house for a barbecue oh, yeah. or something. She she didn't. She, she didn't want nobody in the house. <laughs> and he tried to be slick to walk Maya Angelou in the house. And he, she was she was she got up all slow and he's like, "Hey, Mother Angelou, I got you." She's like, oh, "Go ahead, sit down, baby. You know Oprah don't want nobody in her house. <laughs> I just want to use the bathroom. No, no, no. Pick a bush." <laughs> That's why she put them bushes there. Mm-hmm. That's the pea bush. Yeah, they I, be there I would totally. Nope, I can't even finish that sentence because it sounds weird. Nope, nope, nope. I, I, I'm rewind. Nope. Yo, yo, let it go. Now talking about speaking about people the that we bush. that we love here on Black Tribbles, WPTMLP, Philadelphia. Nice. Bingo bongo. There was, um, you know, in this in this uh, era of the Me Too that Oprah was up there about, mm-hmm. that whole movement hit a little close here into the geekosphere. What's this I'm hearing about Stan Lee? Yeah, supposedly uh, some of the nurses, uh, the company that was that the nurses that were taking care of him. Um, are saying that he was like groping a couple of the nurses and was like walking around his house naked and stuff and now they haven't 
sued him yet. Like nothing's gone to supposedly they're in the midst of a of a thing, but nobody's really come out with anything yet other than that these allegations exist. Um, but Stanley is what nine? Stanley is ninety five. That don't excuse it. I, I'm not saying it excuses it. Well, I, the only only I only caveat I guess is I don't know how well known it is what his mental state is. And at 95, it's not hard to imagine that his mental state might be somewhat not, diminished. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they and, just probably prop him up. And when you are at that point as someone who's dealing with that type of stuff, stuff happens, and you're like, "Where, where is this coming from?" You know what I mean? Okay, um, I hear what you're saying, but that does not excuse away what type of aftermath that these nursing professionals have had to deal with in their own lives on the backs of that, right? Yes, it's this old, old, old man who may or may not be playing with a full deck, but he still just grabbed my butt. Whether or not he was of complete capacity and mentally or, or, or not, if, if this allegation is true, you know, this person still had to deal with that. And that doesn't, no, it doesn't. I'm you know just... what I mean? Like, like when a, when a child who doesn't know any better fondles a teacher, right? Let's say child might not know better, but the teacher still got fondled. Yeah. So I mean, you know, all I'm saying is that it doesn't. If whenever I hear stories about you know sexual assault or or you know uh, harassment in any way coming from men i i don't i don't not believe it like i'm i would be interested in hearing the facts and learning the whole case and seeing what is actually true separate that from the hearsay but i i'm not surprised anymore oh i'm not surprised i trust me i'm not surprised i think stan has been a pincher for years you know when he was fully capable right. I, I i could truly imagine that all I'm saying, all I'm saying is there may be some context that we don't know for this, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that it didn't happen, and I'm not, you know, uh, diminishing in any way how whatever happened made these nurses feel at all. I'm just offering that there may be a context that we don't know. True, some of that context being the time frame. You know, these allegations are just coming to light now. Right. But this could have been going on while his wife was still alive. This could have been going on 20, 30 years ago. No, they're just saying it's relatively recent. Relatively? So yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah, because it's only really yeah. re- recent that nurses have been like yeah. 24. He's at the nurse like, point. He's, he's yeah, they're, at they, point. They, they come to his house and, and they take care of him. Because his, his wife just passed away. Mm-hmm. Like a couple years like, ago. Maybe two years ago. Right. Um, and, and so this is, this is all just coming out. Um, and... You know, again, we'll see. Uh, but uh, but I, there's this there's a there's a point there. Like I, I remember when uh, when my grandpa got to about you know he he only made it to about eighty something and was suffering from dementia and it was like there were these moments where you're like, what did you just do? Yeah. Like what? Really? It's real. Yeah. And so, but like watching my grandmother react to that was crazy but that you know being I mean? said like dementia affects men and women mm-hmm. once they get to a certain point right you don't hear or see 
old behind women doing nasty. Well, that's not true. You do see. Yeah, it. Yes, you do. I mean, yeah, that's totally that's possible. Yeah. like just because the body is old doesn't mean your sex drive, you know, decreases. You know, so clearly he just misses wife and need an outlet. Doesn't excuse him, but probably part of the problem. And the, and the common thing with dementia is that whole walking around the house naked thing. That is Th- that is a very common thing from men and women. They, they, it's something about they don't like clothes because it's binding, mm. and they, they do. do it, and, and 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 they get scared, and they just jump out of their clothes. Yeah, you, and and it's, it's exactly what you said, binding. They fi- they feel like, especially once once you get to a certain point where you're basically you know bed in bed all yeah. day. So you feel like you're like you're trapped. You feel like you know like you can't get out. All of a sudden you're you're pulling at this at the sheets all. all, all yeah, they get frustrated with bed sheets. Mm. It, like. It's it's man. Look, mm. I I just I don't. It doesn't surprise me if this stuff were to be true. Uh, you know, because of his age and you know his questionable mental state, I don't know how how accountable he can be held. Right. Um, outside of giving the man male nurses, yeah, then we'll know. If it really is dementia, and if it's not something else, right? But we should not be surprised that this this whole Me Too movement has hit close to home, and it already, you know, on the low. I think, like in the national news, that they don't um, really focus on it. But this stuff had already kind of hit home in the geekosphere. Yeah. It, it, um, it hit. Ain't it cool? News. Uh, that the the head guy Harry. What's his name? Oh crap! I know you're talking about. I, I yeah, I know. You're talking I forgot his name, but it, it, it allegations came from him, and he he had to leave his own own biz. Andy Signor, the guy behind Honest Trailers, um, it, Eddie Brigant was it? No, not uh, Bob uh, Bob Harris. Bob Harris at DC. Yeah, at DC. Um, you know, Brian Singer, the, the director of the the X Men movies and everything like that. So it's not. It's we shouldn't be surprised that this stuff is like hit. In this geek is in t- with us, you know. Yeah, um, not, not even not even remotely. And I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't heard it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, it all of a sudden hits to the quote unquote blurred nation, you know, sometime soon. Either, you know, uh, I think. I mean, we know of some stories that are out there that, for whatever reason, and I think more just to, like. To keep things chill, people choose to keep those stories to themselves and are not sharing them. But it's only just a matter of time before something happens, and next thing you know, it's going to be here. You know, that's what happens when you you cultivate a society of victim blaming. It's all I do is high fives, which is why high fives keep moving. Um, in 2018, ladies and gentlemen, every month of the year. The Black Tribbles are going to do one show dedicated to our Misogino campaign uh, starting next week where the Black Tribbles will be here with Ariel Johnson and um, Dr. Tim Marie. Yeah! Sorry. Hi. We're going to <laughs> they're going to join us to uh, talk about exactly what is sexual misconduct. That's you. Tim Marie about to snatch all y'all itches. <laughs> oh, I watched her go in on some bull once. Oh, I was I was hurt. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tim I'm Marie's here for joke. it. Hashtag here for it. That's yeah, going to be a lot of fun next week here on uh, Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to join us. 
Um, speaking about uh, some other... Yo, your segue skills are something else. I want you to know that. Why, thank you. Things is fluid, man. They're I, riding all I, I say, I ain't seen you fall Things off that joint once. Fluid. Yeah, what that mouth do, though? What? <laughs> uh, it segues. It segues. Yes, it segues. It segues. All the way you're... to H&M. The, <laughs> the website from... Uh, now, let's... Put it out there. The, the UK version, the United Kingdom uh, edition of the H&M website, which got into a, more than a little bit of hot water. Yeah, that, that's not even a little bit of hot water. Mm. Yeah, they got that's into a big it. pot. They jumped right into it. Yeah. It was like crabs. Just threw the crabs in the hot mm-hmm. water. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, ah! Yeah. Kennedy, what happened? So they launched... I'm trying to pull up the apology that they gave um apology quotes in the wrong section um they launched some campaign um and uh it was a photo of this beautiful young nubian prince handsome little boy wearing a green hoodie that said across the front coolest monkey in the jungle Mm. and i was like no this is someone's effing around like this isn't a real thing it was a real thing, and everybody jumped all over them like, this is obscene, this is racially insensitive, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Black mamas everywhere was like, Not my child. Not my child. Didn't they have a little boy, a little white boy, in a different sweatshirt? And I think the sweatshirt was like best jungle tamer or something like that yeah. i don't know about yeah, that yeah 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 that was, and he, was he, he was positioned it was like right next now, to i him. don't now i don't know that that's how the ad was no no it wasn't the ad but, but it, it was, was still just, the same line of clothing it was, it was like the same line yeah but no what i'm saying is i don't think they were together in the same ad because if you look at the kid's face he's looking like the look on his face is is if they were ridic- if they were together that would have made it like 17 times more ridiculous. Right. No, right. No, they weren't in the same ad, but it's the fact is, like Kennedy said, it was the same line. So if you were looking for it another was like sweatshirt. spring line. Yeah. Right. You're looking for another sweatshirt in line, you know, th- you get this one with the black, uh, with the white boy, but it just, you it's know. So it's just, it's just, it's it's just said, symbolism. Yeah. It's imagery that is that is put forth that, that can spark some traumatic stuff in a person. Um, anyway, everybody jumped all over it. They, I mean, H&M promptly took it down. H&M is a, a Swedish company, I believe. Yes, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's not Norwegian, so. some Scandinavian country. And they released this statement. Uh, we understand that many people are upset about the image of the children's hoodie. We, who work at H&M, can only agree. Uh, we're Since deep- when? Right. After y'all got mad. Right. Okay. After y'all got caught. Now we agree. Uh, we are deeply sorry that the picture was taken, and we also regret the actual print. Therefore, we've not only removed the image from our channels, but also the garment from our product offering. It's obvious that our routines haven't been followed properly. This is without any doubt. We'll thoroughly investigate why this is happening to prevent this type of mistake from happening again. Then, some days afterwards, they released another statement stating, We would like to put on record our position in relation to the controversial image of our hoodie. Our position is simple. We've got this wrong, and we are deeply sorry. We have a responsibility to be aware of and attuned to all racial and cultural sensitivities, and we have not lived up to this responsibility this time. This incident is accidental in nature, but this doesn't mean we don't take it extremely seriously or understand the upset and discomfort it has caused. 
We have taken down the image and we have removed the garment. We will now be doing everything we possibly can to prevent this from happening again in the future. What really upset me um, was that I, I was willing to give benefit of the doubt, right? Obviously, there must be a guardian on, on set if this little boy is clearly under the age of 10 modeling. It could have been, he could have been shot in a green hoodie and they digitally put on whatever the detail is. You know, right, right, right. websites do that all the time. It saves money. Thereby, you know, giving his parent or guardian a little bit of leeway as to whether or not they knew this little boy was going to be put in this rag of all things. But his mom jumps on Facebook and is like, I don't know what the big deal is. You guys need to just let it go. It's not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. That is the, the true issue with conditioning in the media and imagery and, and why representation matters so very much. Because this woman, once the check cleared, didn't understand what the big deal was. She was perfectly okay with her son being photographed in this hoodie. Not, not giving two flying Fs about who that could affect not you know not not really taking into consideration the the magnitudes yeah the magnitude of what this type of imagery can do what kind of damage this type of imagery can do and that you know i don't know this woman i don't know if that's because she just truly didn't care and just wanted to check so this little boy can go to college or if she too has become a victim of conditioning and was you know on some uncle ruckus stuff you know, we don't we don't know. It could go one way or the other. Either way, it's it's tragic. It's tragic because if it, either of those those are two very polarized, you know, uh, uh, reasonings. There, either she was Uncle Ruckus and therefore has you know fallen deep dark into the sunken place, or she was just about that check, which is another form of 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 this. That's an economic sunken place, and like. It, <laughs> It's, it's really just alarming, and it's why cooperative economics is so very, very important. What people don't realize is this cooperative economics doesn't just mean buy black. Yes, it means buy black. Support black businesses, support black radio. Bing! Um, but also, it means not spending money for people who openly hate you. Stop buying Michael Kors. Stop buying uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Stop buying H&M at this point. You know what I mean? Like, if we can sell out movie theaters before the movie has even dropped domestically that means we can take that power away from people as well and it's like i'm, I'm entreating people i'm calling people to to stop buying h&m stop it don't buy no more i'm not saying you got to burn all your h&m stuff if you're wearing it you're wearing it you know what i'm saying but just this is it this is what they think about us They're, they only they only did this they only issued that cockamamie apology because there's such a backlash to it if they weren't called out they would have just let that joint rock well, to, about the mother, because I was I was ready to agree with you about the mother. Uh, the only th- thing oh, that made me think no, he wasn't no seriously. The only thing that made me think twice about it though was two things. One was seeing her it, it, trying to envision her on if she's on the set when they're taking a picture, and and if he is actually in the sweatshirt, and it's not like you right. you know propose that it may have been like digitally or something like that. And she's seeing her little boy in a in a sweatshirt that says like he's the coolest monkey in the world, right? In the jungle. In the jungle. In the, in the jungle. And she she like a lot of mothers, one mother who we even know 
calls their kid a little monkey. You know oh, that's I mean? right, because I triple did that. I do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Randy does that. Uh, Exotic Triple does that. Um, I know a couple of people that you know they call it little little kid affectionately. You know what I mean? I don't mean like you know. Well, sometimes it's like you little, you know. But you know, most of the time it's affectionately. So she's seeing him in this little sweatshirt, you know, that says "Coolest Monkey in the Jungle." Coolest Monkey in the Jungle. Yeah, that that that's him. You know what I mean? And she's not. I'm 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 not saying that nef- definitely happened, but that's the only thing that makes me give her the benefit of a doubt because it didn't offend her, right? Yeah, if you know, uh, and and think that it may not have just just been about the check. Now, maybe the check, you know, after the you know the light is shown in her eyes about you know oh really oh people are taking it like that. You know, maybe the check keeps her from coming out against that, you know, co-signing. Maybe the check and maybe, and and who knows, not, not necessarily the check, maybe something that she had to sign to get the check, you know, may keep mm-hmm. her from doing that. And because of the situation, it probably maybe even threw her another check on top of that. Just like, look. Yeah, after the blow up, like you are not available for no interviews. But well, don't, yeah, and don't be surprised that they, they, they didn't do something like that. But, uh, but, it, but it also, you know, that sounds more like a payoff, but let's let's say that it wasn't necessarily a payoff. Maybe it was just simply as a stipulation in the contract. You can't say anything against H and M for like a year or something like that. You know, whatever. You know, um, uh, it's not hard to imagine that that is something something uh, that is in play there. That it at least allows me, like I said, to give her the benefit of a doubt. H and M. I hear you. You know, you put out the the BS apology at first. Then, like always happens, PR person gets with you. Uh, no, y'all need to, y'all need to redo. Y'all need to redo quick, fast, and yesterday. Early. You know what I mean? And then they come out with what they should have put out first. Probably wouldn't have made a difference, but that's the the what they should have put out first. And that's only because they were caught on the carpet for the campaign, and then they were caught on the carpet. For the apology. Right. You know what I mean? If you're caught on the carpet for the campaign and then you come out sincerely for the apology, some people are, are going to drop you, but then some people are going to give you the benefit of a doubt. Right. You know? But when you come out like, oh, my bad. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because that totally was what they did. It was like, oh. oops. We didn't. We're sorry you're offended. Yeah. And then they tried to like make it up for people by giving a flash sale of like eighty percent off everything on their site and in store. Nah, 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 be. nah. And and they're it, trying to make it come up even when they make a mistake. All of this could have been avoided had they put that hoodie on a different child. If they put that hoodie on a white kid, black people would have been like, "I'm not buying that hoodie from my child." But it would the imagery wouldn't have been there. Right, right. That's what everybody's like upset and, about is that it's 2018. And you are still putting us in this box. Like, enough, enough. And, and even, like, you were talking about earlier, the digital aspect of it. Like, it could be put on digitally. Um, that I mean, that's happened with me. Like, the stuff I do for Inkster. Like, I wore one shirt, but then they used my, all, all my shoots and put different designs on mm-hmm. them to advertise. Maybe it was a different shirt at first. Right, but in, even in that case, right? There was still a marketing team. There were still people who are hired and paid oh, yeah, good yeah, money. Oh yeah, the marketing team and they messed that up. That was like this will work. Yep, print 
Send yeah, the, the, no, a, not a lot just of the other, marketing team. Yeah. Number one, there was a design, and the design got approved, and then it got made, and right. then the made, it, you know, it, it it got made, and then it got to like you know approval, and then it got to a model, and then to the shoot. So it's like already in production. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like it wasn't like, oh wait, we just woke up and messed up yesterday. My bad. Right. Like no, like nobody saw this as a problem from design to print to production. Or a bunch of people saw the problem with it, and nobody cared. Or they saw it. Well, yeah, they didn't care. Somebody was like, uh, this is offensive AF. And they were like, quiet, Negro. Exactly. Check. Like, you can't tell me everybody at H&M has never heard of calling a black person a monkey as, you know, an, as, as an insult. Like, yeah. you want to tell me there's because anybody that's never heard of that? Nobody there has ever heard of ever. that. That's and, not a thing in Europe. And it's not even right, a thing. Right. It's, it's not even that. I mean, if you ever watch Blackish, like, whenever he goes to work, like, they act like they, they've heard stuff, but it doesn't phase them because it's not in their world. Right. So they don't even think about it. They don't even think twice about it. Well, that's the it. privilege that they have. That they, they, mm-hmm. they have been able to walk through their life, been raised to not even think in any type of uh, concern for anybody else concern. or how they feel. Yeah. And, 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 Again, that's that's the world that we're living in, and that's why it is important for us to ever be vigilant about yeah, stuff, like and to that. not and just stay woke. Um, Timory actually raised a point. She was like, "How much of this, I wonder, is publicity?" Which is like one that would, I, I, you know, publicity stunts happen all the time, yeah. right? But it's like I don't, th- yeah, I don't see H and M makes money hand over the foot all over the freaking planet like there is not a single city they don't need to do this to no and like i said they could have made that hoodie and just modeled it with a different child and it's and like you said it's a it's a non-issue it's not even an issue because because to your point e at the design stage there's nothing wrong with it no It, it doesn't become a problem until you are at the photo shoot that's when it's the problem and you put that that shirt on the wrong model that's when it's the problem. Okay, so H and M is possibly not as racist as we think, and it's just the photographer. He's the racist. Oh no, because it could have been just one link in whatever, and whoever approved it after the shooting. Yes. Well, H and M ultimately approved it. it. Are, are approval? So yes, they are. They are the bad link. But I'm just saying, at the, it didn't start at designs, design level. It it uh, the problem started when they took the photo. Whoever took the photo. Even if you innocently took the photo, not seeing it, because sometimes you don't see it until you actually get the picture, mm-hmm. and then when you get the oh. picture, you're like, oh, oh, oh. delete that one, because <laughs> this little boy is gorgeous. It's a, yeah, he's. A, I mean, he is. He's a strikingly handsome young man. Yeah, and it's just like the audacity to put one of the most beautiful children I have ever freaking seen in this rag. It's like you knew exactly what she was doing. Don't sit here and and put all your stuff on sale and give me this. You know this this corny behind it. Just get, get, buy, buy, buy. I'm not here for it. I'm not reclaiming my time. Yo, because I, I ain't gonna lie. When that dropped, like I was playing with my iPhone and I, you know, those face emojis, the emojis, and I was like, oh man, I like this old monkey, but it's real expressive. I was like, yo, the second I put out a video with me talking through this monkey, somebody gonna say something that's gonna get weird. So yeah, let me let me, <laughs> let, avoid let me scroll down to the fox. <laughs> let that one go, my friend. Yeah, no. Let it go. Yeah. They were like, look at him. I told you he was a monkey. That and this. How does that that sounds like somebody? Oh, you sound like um, the guy from uh, Adolf Caesar 
from uh, A Soldier's Story. He was calling a guy a monkey. Oh, wow. Very nice. You dug that one up. Nicely done, sir. Blew the dust off that one. Thank you. I like the, the scene in uh, Remember the Titans when one of the coaches was like, I'm not playing against that monkey. Talking about Denzel Washington. And when they saw them on the field and destroyed them, he tossed up a banana. Yeah, like, that was great. I was like, whoa. Uh, that was great. Walk on the air. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And they do stuff like that. Like, they've done that to uh, athletes when they come out on the field or on the court or, or on the ice. Like in hockey. And they throw, you know, different stuff where they've. I know in in uh, soccer they've done that where they threw bananas yeah, at, at the, at the black too. players that had joined a, a team. Mm-hmm. They did. They've done that in uh, soccer and I think in hockey. As yeah, well. I think in hockey. Because yeah, Wayne Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I. They know. threw bananas. But did you know if that happened here or in other cities? I, for, for, for I think it was another city. I think it was another city. I don't know if as as racist as South Philly can get. I don't now, think Wayne they Simmons go, gets mad love. In the I about to say I don't think anybody's Wayne gonna let Simmons that. Gets like mad this bull will probably not even be able to get it out of his hand before he yeah, caught right. a paid. Like bah, 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 bah. Yeah, Wayne, you better no, not. Wayne you better not throw that. Yeah, because there's too many. Because that, that, that's that's a W right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Philly ain't gonna do anything nah, yeah. to necessarily disrespect them. But w- traveling to other states, yeah. like for in other cities for games, yeah, they don't care. Mm. For real though. Um. Another thing, I'm looking here at the, the lovely chart that Isaiah has put together for us, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let you know, Isaiah is officially the sixth triple. He has taken it upon himself to continue manning the Facebook Live. And he per- personally said, like, I don't need to be on mic. I don't need to be on mic. I'm good. I'm good like that, son. That's because he don't recognize half of our references anyhow. Pretty much. He's over there taking notes. Well, I mean, show me the lie. Show me the lie, bro. Show me the lie. Where's it at? Mm. Show me the lie. Where's it at? I got to turn these lights Turn the lights on. So so it got real shady. Got real shady. Maybe, 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 I couldn't see shady. nothing. <laughs> I thought I was blacking out. I thought it was I thought it was the arrows from 300 and so much shade. right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> the skies are dark. Show me the lie. It's full of terror. <laughs> right? The TV screens are growing a lot darker. Black Lightning is about to premiere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I can't wait for that. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. really excited about it. When, when does that drop? Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, is that when like, everything's coming back to DC? Uh, yeah. 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 That week. Tuesday, okay. the 18th? You sure not the 16th? Uh, maybe it's the 16th. The 16th. Or maybe it's Thursday, the 18th. It's Tuesday. Tuesday at 9, which makes it the 16th. It's okay. day after yeah, Martin Tuesday Luther King is Day. The 16th. Uh, I don't know why Vengeance, righteous. And days off work now. I don't know nothing about dates ever. Are we looking forward to Black Lightning? I am. I am. I'll I, watch it. I Not really, I'm, but I'll take it. I'm going with hope. Like I, I do that a lot, where I, I'm, I'm you hoping hope? it is going to be a good show. I didn't really like the costume. I wasn't really feeling like the, the images. Costume. Like yeah, yeah I'm I, hoping. And even even watching either. the trailer, I was just like, it looks too clunky. Because I'm used to him having like you know more bodysuit type stuff. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to put a well built black man in spandex. It's too much body. Mm. They were like, oh. Too much black lightning. They said, oh, no, we feel inferior. <laughs> right? Put you, like, put you in some body armor. NC-17 this now. <laughs> <laughs> Too many black muscles. 
Don't mm-hmm. care. You seen what happened when that Luke Cage came on the screen? Oh, all broke Netflix. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. It's a CW now. From mm. what I get, yes, yeah, CW ain't got Netflix money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but from what I understand, and I don't know if it's getting reported, you know, like yeah, this is going to be like the first TV series, a live action TV series with a black superhero as a protagonist. Nope. It, nope. Mantis. You stupid man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mantis. <laughs> yeah, Mantis. I mean, but Mantis did, like, it didn't. But, but it was it was still a live action superhero movie with a black protagonist. Yeah, but Carl Lumley doesn't even like to talk about. It. But it was you can't take credit away from where credit was, man. Okay, okay you're right. You're right. It's not the first fallback. He 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 almost he almost tried to blade it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he almost yeah, tried to blade yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never meant. Never mind it. the fact that this was the first black uh, a protagonist in a superhero action film that was differently abled. It's albism. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm sorry. I'm offended. You'll live. You're Jay. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always triggered. I'm triggered. I look at anybody, I'm like, oh, I know you're racist. But this may be, it, um, what is not really getting reported is that, you know, his daughters in the show are destined to become superheroes of their own. Yup. Their yep. suits look dope. Yeah. Yeah, now I did oh, like the I didn't even see that. that Thunder suit looks great. And it looks fantastic. That's the older girl. Yeah. The older daughters, yeah. yeah. They showed a picture of her suit. That looks pretty dope. Yeah. I can't wait for this. I'm, I, I'm definitely I'm going to watch it. I have, you know, officially checked out of most of the TV shows. <laughs> um, what about Arrow? I... <laughs> <laughs> I've so checked, good. I've checked out so of good. Arrow. I've checked out of Flash. Really? I've checked out of Legends of Tomorrow. I am only oh, Legends is fun. Legends is awesome. It is fun. Legends show is awesome. Legends is it, it? It is a fun show. I'll give you that. Right. However, they snuck in so many characters in that show. They I really find do. my I find myself, and I know it's not good, but I find myself enjoying Gotham more. Dude, Gotham is so I, I really, nuts. I I, I, I like show. the story with Gotham. Like yeah. the story is it's more solid because they have they have freedoms. They have room to take freedoms that that the other shows can't. They, they, yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, this character is actually older and exists at this time. Right. You know, before, so I I yeah. find myself watching Gotham because when I watch Gotham, I just say, oh, this is this is Batman sixty six, just with a, on a darker vibe. And I get through it fine. You know what I mean? So that's the that's the, the lens through which I watch that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I go to year one. Well, I don't... I mean... I like, do year as far, one. As far as the the year and everything, it's still... it's still. But I mean, like, that story, like, with year one, no, where no, they had uh, Gordon as, like, the focus yeah, and but all year that stuff. One, but year one was still, like, very, like... Bat-centric. Bat-centric, but more, like, grounded in... In its reality, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is, like, hyper-reality, like Batman 66, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Um, so it's, like, camp the other way. And then the the other show that I watch, as far as in that world, you know, the superhero world, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yo, I am digging this new season with the Kree and all that stuff. Like, Yo, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last year was was dope. I like I like. And last this year, year is... It hasn't let me down. Those are those are really as far as like superhero shows, like Marvel DC shows. Those are really the only two that I'm watching and I'm enjoying, man. I'm I'm, I'm soaking more for me. Well, I'm, I'm soaking all of them up. As someone who's not watching any of it, I'm hyper Black Lightning. 
This is the first one that's been put out that I'm like, I would watch that. Yeah. You, you, you no, that way about, what uh, did about that Cage? for you, though? You didn't, how'd you feel about Luke Cage? We're talking about network. Yeah, oh, you're talking, talking about, about just network, network TV. Yeah, okay. so, what, so what did you see that made you like, I would watch that? All I, that chocolate. I, I mean, I liked the little bit I saw of Black Lightning from JLU. So I, you know, I always wanted to see more of that character um, and never thought that that of all characters would be the one that get a TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah, out I of, didn't see that out of out of all of of the Justice League. I never thought Black Lightning would get a show. You know what I mean? So just on the the obscure novelty of it, I'm I intrigued. Have, I have one great hope for this show. I'm hoping that somewhere, like as they're talking about his past and you know when he was a superhero before, I'm hoping somewhere in his house, I know it he has his mask. With the afro attached, like on a on a on like a head, like a mm-hmm. little head mannequin thing, that would make that f- would make the whole thing for me. I wouldn't care beyond that. If I see that thing on television, I'm good. I watch it forever. I, I'm also um, intrigued by the choice of casting um, an albino black actor as part of the cast. Cron well. Don in the building. Like I, I feel like you know black people with albinism have a horrible, horrible stigma attached to them just for existing in their own skin. Um, and that's why I try not to refer to black people as melanated because not all black people are melanated. Some of them have none whatsoever and it doesn't make them less black, you know? Um, so again, for representation, I, I, I'd want to see that. I want to see this man succeed. I about that, yeah. You know? Yeah, Crondon, yeah. that, that dude's dope. He's so dope. That. I didn't even think about that thing. Because literally, he came out of nowhere. Like, this is his first real acting gig. He's, he's been a, he was an MC for years. And oh, see? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, forget, I don't even remember his real name. But, you know, he's an MC. You go by the name Cron Don. And he's dope. He's real dope. So, you know, I, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that? And I looked at him. I'm like, sure enough, Cron Don's first acting gig is Tobias Whale. Dope. That makes it even better. Like, all right. Cool. Well, that that is, I will... Agree. I'll concur with Jay that that is definitely a reason to root for the show, and I'm rooting for the show. I'm and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to you know put my, my you know, for a whole two weeks. Right you can there. stand it. I, I wanted to do well and then cross over into the universe and then have everybody just mingle. Like yeah. Crossover, so, yeah, you know, eventually it will. It, it eventually may, it will. I mean, look what they did with Supergirl and all that stuff. They let it run on its own and yeah. build its own hype and fan base. And then they do figure out a world. They do a crossover like once a season, or all well, four now, shows. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but Supergirl first season, they kind of like were, she stepped mm-hmm. away. She was on her own, doing mm-hmm. her own thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I'm I'm, def- I'm definitely rooting for um, Black Lightning, and um, and I hope it does succeed in this world, make its mark in this world of you know tons of comic book, TV, and movie movies out there um so much so that some people think that we might even be overdoing it and like maybe it's too much out there you know it's he's really good at this it's, it's <laughs> been too much though like the oversaturation of comic book movies tv everything is like well we mean ben like for, like years now once but, once the avenger movies started popping off like that was that was it. Before then, you you know you got a, a superhero movie, specifically in the vein of comic books, every so often. But in the movie industry, they go through phases. 
There was that point where it was all vampires. There was that point where After it was Blade. like zombies. There was that point where it was sci-fi. You know, like now, right right now, it's comic books. That's the phase that it's that Hollywood is and the going comic through. book stuff is making more money than all the rest of it. Yeah, but you know, but what? to a degree, to to well, a degree, you haven't mind. seen in in anything. You know what I mean? Like if you go back in the day when there was you know a new western every ten minutes, if right there was like war if, movies. If for you, a little bit if there you too. do the you know if you do the you know the the generational math and look at it, it it's it's not even close. Yeah, but I think what people are think is oversaturation of comic book movies especially as far as the the movies go in hollywood i think what they're really feeling is a frustration that hollywood is now all of the studios all three of them now that 20th century fox is no longer a thing it's just you know disney left um (laughs) do you mean disney right right point um is a frustration that Everyone now just wants to have their own universe, and, and it may yeah. not even be comic based because you have uh, Universal actually trying to create a universe of movies around the Universal monsters. You know, with the with the the Tom yeah, they're Cruise, bringing the, mummy, the mummy, yeah, yeah, and in there. I forget which actor. I think it, uh, I think it may have been Russell Crowe. Was still the, no black people in the movie. But but I'm just saying, like Russell Crowe was supposed to be like I think the Invisible Man in there, which who was going? No, to- yeah, he, yeah, he was. Uh... Or was he Doctor Jekyll? Yeah, he was Doctor Jekyll. He was Doctor yeah. Jekyll. That's right. He was Doctor Jekyll. Um, and and that was supposed to tie in with uh, I think another movie that had come out either before. They're doing a Frankenstein remake as well, right? Yeah, and like all that's supposed to be a universe. You have, you know, I love the movie Kong Skull Island. Oh my but god. The whole- Yes, but the whole plan, yes. the whole plan of that is to—that's really supposed to be in that same world that Godzilla was in, the 2014 yep. Godzilla, and exactly. then because the next movie after that, besides Godzilla Two, is, is going to be King Kong versus, versus Godzilla, because that King Kong was a baby, right? And is going to grow to be giant size, like how the new Godzilla is, right? So it's like everybody wants this this universe and. Therefore, all of the movies become mere gimmicks, and they and they and they all in one in the universe they they announce it like left and right. Yeah, we're going to put out this movie and then this movie and this movie, and then they got to write it all off and rework it when the movies don't hit. Yeah, I mean they're doing that, and you know you know me and my horror, uh, me and the missus we we watch that horror like crazy, and they're doing that. I mean they're doing that now because I mean the conjuring, the conjuring is. It, the Conjuring is the like the Iron Man of of that horror genre where Annabelle, Annabelle two, and they tied into other movies. They're it's gonna all tie the Bloom into, House, yeah, uh, uh, all the Bloom, yeah. And they have little people like um, what's her name, Elise is like the connection to um all the the Insidious movies, yeah. and then they might even try and like blend all them in because she's done appearances in other movies and other horror movies. So people could just like they're doing now going around buying the rights of every, everybody's trying to buy each other's rights of stuff. They're going to, they're probably going to do that and then create a whole like ghost horror section. That's separate from like the universal crew that's doing like the classic American horrors. I mean, on the one hand, it's a winning formula though. So uh, why, why not want it? Because it, it, I mean, I understand, right? Like you say, 
just financially, as far as capitalism is concerned, it makes all the sense. Yeah. But but what it does is it robs audiences of the joy of witnessing, of viewing rather, original content. Right? Original stories. Original stories, new things, new characters, no remakes, no reboots, not this version of, not this studio's version of, or any of that. There's a whole generation of people out here now who've seen nothing but reboots. Yeah. Nothing but reboots. Everything from Transformers to Ninja Turtles to anything and in between. I just wrote an article for the new spinoff of Transformers. They went back to 1987. Like, and it's a Bumblebee movie. So, like, yeah. you know, it's it all stems from that writer strike that happened. What was that? Early 2000s, something like yeah. that. You know, all those writers went on strike because they weren't getting paid and. And the studio's like, well, we're just not going to pay you at all, and we're just going to go back and, and buy got- the rights. It's cheaper to buy the rights to something and not pay writers what they're worth in terms of creative um, uh, uh, creative rights, right, yeah. than it is to, to, to start from scratch and, and cultivate something new. Everything that's out in hype right now is hype because our generation is finally old enough to produce it ourselves which is great because you get to see movies from your childhood, but real. But then it also robs this new generation of of quality original storylines. You know, you really got to dig deep and dig in the crates to even see something original. You know, that 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 thrill of seeing Batman on the new on the big screen is is done because, you know, That's- they're accustomed to it. So, you know, it, it's I mean, on the one hand, it puts all that money into the independent contract, independent artists and creatives and, and giving them an opportunity to do things. But, you know, studios are not going to make that financial risk of putting, you know. I think we got a caller. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. Hello, caller. Hey. Hey, caller. Who's who's this? You're live on Black Tribbles. Who, who's this? Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Beast Tribble. Hey. Hey, what's up, hey. Beast Tribble? What's Let, up? What's going on? He's here. What's going on? No, I'm sorry. I was just I was listening to the conversation y'all were going on and there's a, a point that I just wanted to make about the fantasy and how um how everything that seems to be coming out is is uh, a comic book movie or it's some it's some type of fantasy. Right, right. Yeah. Um I can't remember the exact quote, but I know that there was uh when 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 a culture is steeped in negativity, it's entertainment turns to fantasy. Which is great. I love that. And it, it makes complete and total sense. You got to find some way to, to cope with everyday traumas. But, you know, there's scores of independent creators out there who are creating fantasy, new new worlds, brave, bold new worlds that, that won't get made into feature films because studios don't want to take that financial risk of the movie bombing. If they know that another freaking Transformers movie is going to bring in all the money, they're not going to make a movie of, you know, it's not not the wear spider. Be nice to see, but, you know. And I shout think, out to Greg Elise. Yeah. And I think <laughs> the other experience that uh, the the storytellers are missing is the opportunity to see their stories up on the big screen. Because, like you said, the technology has come to the point where if you have a story, you can get it made. Right. You can get it out there. But but can you get it out Ooh, there? Oh, he banged on us. Well, no, he's going back to listening. I know what he's doing. Oh, I, just love. I was so hyped. I thought I was going to get a foot rub from Ramon. Woo, boy. 
You can get your story made. You can get it. I was hype. You can get it out there in front of people, but the thing is, is that you probably won't see it on a big screen. You'll get it in. You'll get it on Netflix. You know, it may be on a big screen in your house, right? But you won't have that experience. That experience of seeing. They don't. It. Right. They don't get the experience, and they don't get a chance to make that box office money either. True. Or it's and for a lot of people. It's not even so much about the box office uh, money. It's just about the communal experience of. You even being in the back of a room where there's tons of people sitting there and they're watching your film. Yeah. You know that people are like la- listening and laughing at the at the joke that you wrote at the right moment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's what they miss. That's why almost every p- person that does like some type of small movie or anything like that, they want to at least show it at, at one only one time. On a theater somewhere, right, and and that's what's getting getting lost. Those, those smaller, smaller movies, um, because everything's got to get be blown up and uh, have some kind of like pre-sold, you know, um, memory charm attached to it. Be it a uh, the hype title, or mm-hmm. even now they're making like they're they're mining Hasbro toys for for um, movies because like the. Well, well, they just they did the Ouija, yeah. And now I think they're doing like um, what's that? The shoots and ladders. Well, yeah, no, they, they um, no, no, no. What happened? Was, yeah, no, what happened was movie. Milton Bradley and a few other companies were uh, got their movie rights bought. So all the like board games that we grew up on are all going to become feature films. They actually started with Battleship. That's what it was. Battleship. It started with Clue. Uh, Clue. Well, and, Clue uh, was um, separate. Um, Mousetrap. Well, Clue was, but those were separate back then. I'm talking about Clue as was from the, the 70s, reason. and then they remade that. Yeah, but, I'm talking about is, like the battleship. I forgot about Mousetrap though with Nathan Lane, that terrible freaking movie. Oh yeah, but that was still time and further away. You know what I mean? That this buyout happened yeah, in the this past, was a, like a part of this actual buyout, and they're actually they're making a shoots and ladders. They want to do shoots and ladders. They they're trying to get hungry, hungry hippos going. Yeah. They're trying to get like every single games. Like, that's funny. Like, uh, as a thing, <laughs> don't be surprised if you if you see a Monopoly. That movie. sounds as bad as Battleship, though. <laughs> but the Monopoly movie would probably be like a serious film of like people trying to buy out land and stuff like that. They'll try and make it like Mad Men meets like. Picture this though. Picture hungry, hungry hippos probably eating people. But as a horror movie. But yeah, <gasps> because 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 I would go hippos are like the most dangerous creatures in, in the jungle. Yeah. yeah, and they'll snap you in half. Like and even lions don't really mess with. Yeah, hippos. exactly. <laughs> They'd be hungry, like, I'm hungry, hungry hippos then, as a horror movie of like you know a series of rabid hippos like roaming through a, like a, a safari somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that might be hot. If you have a herd of hippo and they run through your village and like not just eat people but like eat the buildings and everything and just like graze the whole land. Maybe. See that frightens me um, because of a- animal conservation issues. Like right now, hippos are not endangered. But if you put this movie out, you're gonna have more Trump kids going to Africa shooting up hippos. We gotta kill these hippos before they go crazy. They might get smart. <laughs> we need a wall from the hippos. They we might start hippos. their own college. We need to change the hippo laws so that we don't have. <laughs> start their own Did you college. ever see that footage? I forget. It was on YouTube somewhere of this this lioness who was cl- like she looked like. She was hungry. Like, it had been it's been past yeah, that been, point. Been a minute. The ribs was showing. Right? Yeah. And there was a little baby hippo chilling, 
and she was sneaking up like, oh, this about to be a whole snack. And mom just came out of nowhere like, yes, you thought. And the, it was like, no, psych, 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 no, psych, no, just playing. Stop, chill, 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 chill. I'm out, bye. I did see that. I oh, did. my God. Yeah, because mom like came like Jordan. Out of the water. <laughs> like, like, And then the scary thing about hippos is they're mammals, so she had to expel the water from, you know, it was so it was like two tufts like 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 whales just poof, right and then she bumped just all tusk like I know you're not coming for no 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 I was just getting some water chomp down I just get some water it's all good yeah crocodiles don't can't don't even mess with hippos nope they try and they get rolled yeah Scully Tribble always gets uh she 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 kills hippos on in Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> and and Pete about to uh, kick your door in. <laughs> right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Unbeknownst to you, all night long, people have been complaining. We've had a very special guest here in the studio who's been sitting here. Uh, you've seen some of our uh, footage. We've got a, a great project we're going to be um, bringing to our YouTube channel th- this year. More news on that a little bit later. You've seen a, a video of us filming a bunch of stuff over the last couple of months. Our well, sensual dance on the rooftop that we had. That, that was very sensual. It was very sensual. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but what you didn't see in that footage was that behind the cameras and manning the microphones was our very own sound guy, Kelvin, who is sitting here in the studio tonight, rocking out on Black Tribbles Prime. What's up, Kelvin? Hey, what's going on, people? How y'all living out there? All right, man, you ain't got to get on there like the Velvet Fog. (laughs) I'm just going to breeze right on into your ears, baby. (laughs) You just take off those robes. You been having a good time, bro? I've been having a real good time, you know, listening to everyone, uh, laughing, trying not to... Be too loud, but uh, yeah, it's it's a nice energy in here, nice vibe you guys got. Well, well thank you, brother. Yeah, you can keep. All right. Yeah, I like I like you in the corner just watching us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can work out a payment plan after this. You oh, know, yeah. I charge for my services. You uh, know? I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. All right. <laughs> Worth every penny. Is that weird? Every I smell. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's weird. I let a little weird out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a little squeezed, a little weird out. I'm sorry. Real quick, my my sister Kirby Tribble just slid in my DMs. She goes, "Hey, great job tonight. I would have rubbed your feet." And I was like, "Oh, she's those for those tickets." <laughs> well, she's got she's got seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> to fly all the way from Germantown. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because people are um, really upset about it because there's like, "Yo, this is unfair to New Yorkers." Like we're we're getting like hit online, mad messages. Well, look at this this way. All right, it's it's ten fifty three, so the tickets are off the table now. Unless somebody is outside, now I don't think anybody is outside. Why, why, why should it be somebody outside in a trench coat? <laughs> well, that's your date. Um, hey, it's gonna show up like the hey, tickets girl. are off the table, right? but the tickets will <laughs> the tickets will be back on the table next week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to come down here, yeah, you don't want to come down here. Yeah, come on down. And uh, you know, give Kennedy a oh uh, for next week for next week. You want to do it for next week? Yeah. All right. So, so, so New York. You so got now time. they got a week and two hours notice. There yeah, you go right. to come down, and we'll post it out there. You know, come down, get a feet. All right, but this time they got to come rub Randy's feet. No, nope. All right, well then, Jay, no, 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 black no, men no, don't no, show they, their feet nope. in public. Yo, right? Hey, we yeah. in public? Not, All right, number one, I Other will. Other people are here. It's public. Yo, nope. 
Yeah. How about number how about, one? I don't know what your about, feet look like, but yeah. I ain't got no shame. Yeah. I mean, they can rub my cheeks though. No, I'm fine with that. I'll show my feet. I'm wearing nine not pairs of socks not right not now. Not on my face, bro. And if I'm being real, that's the compliment I get that I hate most. What? Did you got nice feet? Yes. I he hate has, when women he, compliment my feet. Why? He has like you got big, nice feet for a man. Like, oh, I just have feet. They're they're fine. They're not nice why feet. Why can't just they feet. find them nice? I don't want pretty feet. I just want feet. You got pretty feet. I don't you want pretty, pretty feet. feet. <laughs> I yeah. don't want pretty feet. That's gonna be I just want feet. That, yo, you pretty feet. Pretty feet. Pretty foot. You're pretty, pretty foot, foot dribble. Come here, pretty, pretty foot. foot. Come here. Come over Come here. here. Pretty foot. Show me that pretty foot. Let me see them sweet toes, baby. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, on there, there you go. You're sweet toes. Look at that Princess Tiny Feet from oh, Venture Brothers. Oh, look at that. Mm. Let's call him Princess Tiny Feet. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> Princess Tiny Feet. Master Dribble, a.k.a. Princess Tiny Feet. You can't call me nothing from, like, an entertaining show. Oh, that Dag, is it is so dark. Is, I love Venture Brothers. You bad. Yeah, we know you do. Oh, oh, whoa. Zing. Ooh. Good night, everybody. Ooh. That is oh so gosh. unnecessary. Like, what did I even do for you to be like this? Yo, are you okay? It, it ain't you. It's Venture. Brother, Yo, are I, you okay? It really gave me a heart palpitation. Like, I felt that, like, in my chest. Are you okay? In this corner, <laughs> we have the bearded wonder himself. Mofo, get a, Mofo, get a, a, a flyer all by himself. He think he can throw shade at people for no good reason. <laughs> right, right. I saw that. I was. I was like, "What?" I saw it, but I saw that too late. I saw that one guy here. I was like, "Yeah, exactly." That's when I seen it. Uh, see, brother, get his toes done. All of a sudden, he anyway. Mm. <laughs> get my toes mm. done. Mm. I, I already did. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So Kelvin is here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got four minutes to do it to become one with the Tribble Nation. He's, yes, yes. He was on all our shoots, but um, you know, he didn't. He didn't become one with the Tribble Nation. So now it's oh, time to him? get it done. You gotta hurry up. Now, Kelvin, you've had a lot of time too. You know what it needs to happen? You have to come up with your triple designation that indicates where your geek lies. Where do you think your geek lies, uh, sound guy Kelvin, as it says on my phone? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I mean, my geek primarily, what I geek out the most about is uh, music and audio equipment. So okay. that's where my geek lies. That's dope. Um, but when I was thinking of a name, I thought more so of my personality uh i feel like i'm more laid back and uh the one thing that came to mind was a rhyming thing and i was like i wonder what that means and it, it kind of translates to no worries but i don't know if it's already taken in my head i came up with ishka bibble tribble and i don't know if that's taken though that is absolutely not taken yeah i no, i not. i I go there to get nice cheesesteaks. Yeah, the chicken cheesesteaks are the right. They have some really good chicken cheesesteaks over there. I mean, you know, that was an afterthought because I'm not from Philly, so I was like, "All oh, right," and that that's a Philly cheesesteak place too. No, that's, that's, that's okay. a good, it's but, a good one though. But yeah, it, you okay. know, it works, you ain't going. It wrong works with in that. my favor. Well done, sir. <laughs> I like that. Um, Ishka Bibble Tribble. That's yeah, cool. Ishka Bibble Tribble. That's fly. Um, I'll rock out today. But it's not official. Not until you take the Tribble Oath of Allegiance, and for that we turn to the Creator. Of the oath, Master Triple, aka Princess Tiny Feet. Do I have to throw up? <laughs> so from here on out, it's a fairly painless procedure. You just take off your shoes and socks and repeat after me. Okay. My pretty, uh, my feet are pretty. My feet are. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Click your heels together. Um, Come on, we got two minutes. All right, uh, I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll 
to the way I coop. So shall it be said, so shall it be done. Welcome, Ish Kabebel Triple, to the nation. Stand to be counted. I am honored. Well done, sir. You are home, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week with our very, our first of 2018, our first Massagino show of 2018. Our Ariel Johnson, Dr. Tim Marie, uh, and all the triples will be here to talk about what is sexual misconduct. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And you can come down. Two tickets. Two tickets to Wakande. Wakande. Pete Rob. The show will be available on um, BlackTribbles.com, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Every place and any place a good podcast be, including Spotify. For the Super Tribble, Master Tribble, for the Spider Tribble, Super Saiyan Tribble, Storm Tribble, and the new Ishkabibble Tribble. This is the Bat Tribble in parting, we say. Wakande! Wow. I get home.